Welcome to the Good Life Store podcast, episode three. And today we are going to be going over cooking with cannabis with Buck. I think you should take one hit of that weed. weed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you'll have a really good time. I got a joint, man. All right. Do I have any problem with people uh, smoking pot? I think it's actually uh, 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 seems to be a fine herb. Let that suffer up, man. What would you want me smoking? Hey, you are in your house. Hello everyone, it's Jeremy with and Good Life and DJ and we are here for episode three of the Good Life Store podcast. This episode is going to be a good one. We are going over cooking with cannabis with special guest Buck. Yummy, yummy. Buck O'Neill is an executive chef. He's also a co-owner of Good Life. Uh, he's a very, very talented and, and creative uh, person when it comes to cooking anything. Yeah. So it's going to be an exciting episode. Uh, just to give you a little bit of context, too, on what's coming in regards to Buck, we are going to be splitting off of the podcast next week, and we're going to actually be going and doing a cooking video with Buck to where everything that he goes over in this episode, we're going to try it. Yay. Yeah. So that you yeah, can wow. actually... Where our hope is, is that you can actually get the informational stuff from the podcast and then we can actually go and demonstrate it for you in a video to show you real life applications of how we use these products at home or in your daily life. Yep. So uh, let's go over what our good moments of today are. It's all good. Today was a good day. So, DJ, what's going on with your life and what's good for today? I have finally figured out how to sublimate tumblers so I can make them into bongs. Oh, you go, girl. It's so exciting. I can put anything I want on them, and it can either be a cup or you can turn it into a smokable bong. Yes. I can't wait to be able to get those out for everybody. So keep an eye out for that. All of that stuff's coming soon. I can assure you, I've seen a couple of them. They look incredible. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, my good moment for today is going to be that this weekend, Buck and I are on our way to Scottsboro, Alabama to be involved with John Dietz and the uh, grand opening of the Mountaintop Dispensary there. Nice, nice. Yes. So John is working with me and Buck on, well, he's working with me on our dabs. John will be the one that will have the official good life dabs are coming from John. So excited about that this one. This man is the king of concentrate. Uh, I have searched high and low, and there's a reason that we haven't gotten into concentrates yet, because I haven't found any that I have fallen in love with yet. Mission accomplished. Nice. Yeah, because yeah, so, you're a harsh critic. <laughs> and I am a dabber through and through. Right. That is my jam. I love to dab. So it's got to meet some standards for me. We have three different varieties coming, and I'm actually working with him on a resin version as well. That one's not oh, there cool. yet on the legal side. So mm. we got to get it down on the Delta 9. But once we can make that happen, hopefully we'll also have a resin strain. And I mean resin like pressed from the plant oh that yeah. is amazing it's beautiful 
So yeah, that's what I got going on this weekend. Oh, and just a heads up, because I haven't really explained much to you, but what better time than now? We're going to be working on CMOS with John uh, in the lab. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so normal application for CMOS is going to be a gel, you know, where someone puts it in a smoothie or something like that. We're working on a powderized water-soluble version of CMOS where it can actually be flavored. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yes, and you'll, you guys will, we will go down the road of CMOS eventually with just this. know that it is an all-powerful all-inclusive just yes. health food superfood and it it does wonders yes we'll get really deep into sea moss on an episode i'm actually already putting one together and i've been collecting information from all sources uh sea moss is a pretty amazing thing that we're going to be really getting into here in oh, the future yeah. So, yeah, that's what I got going on, Uh, I guess, you know. Oh, well, before we move on to Buck, I did want to discuss uh, one thing with you uh, in regards to some housekeeping uh, information from the previous two episodes. Uh, We think we covered everything, but I wanted to get your take on it so that, you know, you could tell everybody your your, uh, way of thinking about it. But I wanted to stress the importance of being able to share these, these uh, podcasts and all this information, the more people that we can reach and the more that our audience helps us out by sharing it with their friends, with their family, with their loved ones, the more people that know about this stuff, the more people we can help, the more people have a better, hopefully longer uh, time with their friends and family and with their life. So uh, I wanted to make sure on the housekeeping side of things for me that we stress the importance of people helping us uh, right. with sharing. Share, 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 comment, tag, however you can get it out there. Um, as far as housekeeping goes, though, wrapping anything up, just know that even if we're just kind of skimming the surface with products, we will come full circle. This is not going away anytime soon. We are doing this because we don't have to worry about censorship here. So we've got all the time in the world, all the episodes in the world. If you have any questions on any kind of product that we offer and you're just not quite sure what is the best fit for you, comment, question, yes. we will answer. We sit right here and watch. We, we answer every email. So uh, don't be afraid to ask. You, you know, the only stupid question is one that's not asked. I agree. And, and you know, also... It's, these are uh, people's lives. You know, we make products that, that enhance people's lives, that help them out with pe- sleep, pain, uh, depression, anxiety, so many other things. And these are uh, qualities in people's lives that if those things are affected, it, it, it affects their relationships. It affects every part of their life. So, you know, if you have friends and family that are hurting, send them over to our website at getgoodlife.com. We have a lot of solutions for people and if it gets a little confusing, email us at info at get, getgoodlife.com. Comment on any of our social media. We are here to help. So, yeah. And also just know that uh, if you are, you know, if your job restricts your use of THC, keep listening to us because we've got so much more to offer. We are going to dive into mushrooms. We are going to dive into the, the sea moss. Just anything that we have that is outside the realm of big pharmaceutical 
we're going to talk about it and we're going to tell you how to use it. We're going to tell you the benefits. So just keep on listening, share, and yeah, just ask, ask away, ask questions. And because this is not about money to us, we will tell you the bad side of things too. We will give you all sides to make sure that you have the best information to form a good opinion for yourself. Right. All right. I guess we're ready to get bucking here. All right. Y'all are going to enjoy this. I will see you later. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I give you the one and only Buck O'Neill. Who are you? I'm your Uncle Buck. That's right. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. You're going to have to get up on the mic there. Everybody wants to hear you. (laughs) So we we have not planned this at all. No. Uh, we we don't know what we're going to talk about. I figured, uh, yeah, let's just (laughs) let some questions fly. All right. So first off, in your in your view, mm-hmm. how did this even come to be where you got involved with Good Life? Uh, just working in the industry, and I think we came across each other working in a restaurant, and you came over and did a little thing here and there, and a little bit of hearsay, and just came together well. Yeah. So I remember that we were going through some hard times at Good Life. Yeah. Uh, I was going into kind of a transition phase where I realized that, holy shit, I might better have a backup plan for this vapor thing. Uh, Things started to kind of go south, and I think uh, was the original idea for us to do junk food. I mean, I think that was, yeah, yeah, I've just recently gone through this transformation with vegetables and uh, vegetarianism and veganism and we had tossed around ideas about uh, did I approach you with like some I don't really remember exactly how many moons how the conversation started but somehow you and I got tied up into a dinner with the girls yeah and we just hit it off El Vaquero El yeah one of the L's yeah but you know the original idea for you being involved was not to be involved with good life. I don't think at all. I, I yeah. don't even think we were talking about you working with yeah. good life. It was just, we, you and I were going to start a, a business on the side. Yeah. Uh, junk food, a, a junk food truck for mm-hmm. vegans. Yeah. Uh, man, could you imagine? Still get asked about it. Yeah. I, if that would have happened, I, I think that it, it would have made a lot of people happy around yeah. here. And the, Unfortunately, the pandemic stepped in and had different plans for changed a lot of minds and viewpoints on how people see veganism and everything. Yeah. 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 It wasn't, it wasn't meant to be a health thing. It was meant to be like, Hey, you can eat plants and they can taste good too. Really good. Yeah. So fast forward pandemic happens. Uh, basically our, everyone's world gets flipped upside down. Enter buck at well. And we were also just starting out in CBD for the second time. Uh, going down the road of what's possible with CBD. And I think at some point, Buck just came to me with an edible. Yeah, I was going to make something look like something yeah, illegal. It, oh, it was, so it was a Rice Krispie treat. Chocolate. Chocolate Rice Krispie treat that looked exactly like a bud. Yeah. And it was called Buck's Buds. Yeah. The original version was CBD. Uh, I think we did, we had no idea what it meant. It was just a concept. It was, yeah. You know, Cocoa nugs, but with CBD. Yeah. 
That was before and I even knew about Coconut. Yeah, it was we, like we the day after I was like, were. oh, this exists now? Great, yeah. cool. Yeah. And I and you know, we explored that and, and I I don't remember if we started to get into other edibles, but at some point Delta Eight became possible. We started playing around with THC yeah. and enter Bucks edibles. Yeah. So now you have an entire line of edibles that's within the Good Life catalog that is in stores all across the country that is uh, by far and away the best sellers of any edibles in our store Yeah, for very good reason. Yeah, because they're good. And, like, I made them how I'd want to eat them. I don't want anything that's halfway. These edibles are incredible. Incredible edibles. <laughs> New idea. <laughs> but I-, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more because everybody that's tried your edibles, they know how good they are. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, you're – you're responsible for being a chef, at least locally and, well, regionally, really. Yeah. You're known for going into restaurants, helping them transition, yeah. build their menu, make it a little bit more modernized in some cases. Yeah. And you did that with this, too. I, I, you have uh, been a huge influence for me as far as creativity goes. I love the way your brain thinks. Uh, I say, hey, let's make a cupcake. And Buck says, uh, let me show you what I can do. Yeah. And so hands down, best edibles. Your your edibles are the sponsor for the show today. I, I don't even think I mentioned that in the intro. But it's okay. <laughs> all of Buck's edibles are available right now at getgoodlife.com. So Go get that. So I'm curious as to where your head goes with this industry from the perspective of someone that does make edibles. Yeah. I see, like, when I first started, there was very little edibles on the market. If they were there, they were very basic. Um, gummies. Yeah, gummies. Yeah. yeah, gummies are great and all that stuff. But, I mean, and even if there were gummies, they weren't that great. It was, I mean, no. Sprayed. Yeah, sprayed or melted. You know, the consistency was really bad. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There was no flavor, no life behind it. It was very boring. And that's kind of how I approach food. I don't like for stuff to be basic. If it if it's basic, it's going to be very good basic. It's it's going to seem like a very simple idea, but when you taste it, there's going to be very complex layers involved in it. I'm not going to make something that everybody else has had. There's going to be something different within that dish that's going to stand, make it stand out. Um, and I'd see that with, with everything that was in the industry at the time was very simple things that people are just putting out there to make money. Yeah. And I also think that the edible market, at, for sure, in the hemp market, but on the cannabis side, there are some incredible things in Seattle and, and places yeah. like that. And I think in the legal market, there deserves to be just as good of edibles for, even though this is not Delta 9 and things like that, and it's not in a recreational or legal state, why wouldn't a customer be able to walk into a store like ours and buy top shelf premium edibles. And we kind of saw that half of the industry was going in the way of the gas station, the quick buys, the, they treated it as though it was not high quality stuff. And I, I'm super glad that we took the time to kind of look at it in a different way. I think it's paid off enormously for us. Um, And I, I just, I'm curious to where your head goes when it ter- comes to the future of this industry. Do you think that this is going to end, not necessarily end, we hope it never ends, but do you hope that this ends up 
being a cannabis type uh, high end marketplace, or do you think that it's going to lower back down to the standardized gummy? I hope it never goes back to the standardized. I think everything should be evolving and moving forward and not just sticking to what everybody else knows. Um, it's just like technology. If it stays where it's at and stagnant, nothing ever is going to get better. Yeah. Um, but seeing the, the edibles and stuff like that, even as long as we've had it in the market right now, I don't see too many people doing things differently. Yeah. Um, they might change up their isolates and, you know, profiles and everything, but nothing that like stands out as something mm-hmm. completely different. Um, I see us like pushing forward and moving into different ventures that, that set us apart from everybody else. And if it's close to something somebody else has done, we're going to do it better. Yeah. I don't want to match up on par with somebody else and just be there kind of yeah. waiting in the water. Especially with the idea of multiple cannabinoids now. Um, yeah. I don't even think that there has been exploration, at least uh, deep exploration into, you know, using the cannabinoids like CBN and CBG uh, alongside THC to give it that, you know, the, the targeted effect on an edible level I'm curious to see where it goes on a terpene level. Uh, I don't see many people playing around with terpenes and edibles. Uh, We have ideas to do some cooking classes here at the store, as well as some videos. And it's super interesting to me that when we have a conversation about edibles, specifically this episode, whenever we had talked and said we wanted to do a support video for it Mm -hmm. and, you know, go home and actually cook with this stuff, my head went to gummy cupcake and I don't know. I think it was a drink. Yeah. And a vegetable dish or something like that. Explain where your head went, because this is why I feel that you're brilliant. It's like you say, all right, you say cupcake. Well, cupcake, the base of it is a cake from cake. You can make a multitude of things, or you can do like a dough. You can do a bread. You can do, there's all kinds of stuff that revolve around cake. At least that simple recipe, the idea of, you know, bacon, soda, flour, egg, butter, milk, whatever, what have you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do pita bread. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you can do along with it. It's it's just taking that one idea and saying, that's cool. That's great. Um, let's take it a little bit further. Um, I love I, that you, you, Buck, has, you've introduced me into shishito peppers. You've already <laughs> talked about shishito peppers on this episode. I'm a shishito peppers freak now. Yeah. Uh, I grow them, and when I don't have any that are ready to pick, I go to the store and I get more. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was amazing that whenever we started talking about playing around with oils for this episode and, and coming up with ideas for edibles, I don't even know if you remember, you said shishito peppers. Yeah, most definitely. Vegetable dish, simple. It's a... You know, simple one bite, two bite thing, and you might you might get a spicy one every now and then, but it's not that bad. And in my opinion, the perfect way to medicate. Yeah, I mean, what's better than shishito peppers and cannabis together? Yeah. It goes it goes well together. <laughs> but it goes to show the the complete versatility that comes along with cooking with cannabis. Uh, it's amazing to me that if you look at it from the idea of a fat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a coconut oil, an MCT, a butter, an olive oil, uh, even getting it down to where there's no fat involved in an RSO concentrate type way that you were going to, you know, 
completely get a high dose. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me the versatility when you think of it in terms of the oil itself because the oil is the base for everything in all cooking across the board. Yeah. So you can literally cook. If you can get this to oil form, which is what we'll explain in the video of making butter or making MCT uh, for a tincture or making uh, cold-pressed coconut oil, if you normally cook with that, you can literally make this stuff in any base. And to me, that's the exciting part about edibles. And it's the part where when you make the public realize that they can do this at home. They can literally come in the store, buy, buy some product, go home, decarb it, and literally cook it into their weed or into their dishes to medicate in a non-traditional, non-gummy, more exciting. They can do it with dinner parties. There's so many things that go along with, yeah. with the edible side. And it's, I think it's our job to make sure that people are aware that these, just like you're saying with the base of a cupcake, Everything is about versatility. So when you think about these things at its core, the oil, uh, where do you hope, or well, I guess what is your favorite application when it comes to the base? Is it going to be uh, making butter or? Well, with anything oil form, it can be, it can be butter. It can be vegetable, olive oil, whatever you want it to be. Like whatever your recipe calls for. If you have the isolate and you have the base for it, like a strong concentration says, say far as an oil goes, you can add that to your normal butter, mix it in, whip it, however you want to do it, and dose it in your recipes. It doesn't have to be a single thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take, say you take your strong concentration, say a thousand milligrams of whatever isolate you have, and you break that down into a, a block of butter. That way you break it up, there's eight tablespoons in a block of butter. You divide that by eight, you know what your milligram, your dosage is, and you can mm-hmm. dose it however you accordingly to yourself or amongst friends, family, however you want to do it. Um, so it's really easy to do. If you have any idea or concept of cooking, you have any experience, it's it's a simple copy and paste. Mm-hmm. There's no complex formula to it. It's very simple. Once you get the base of it down and get the idea, you the world is yours. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's very simple. Yeah. You take it in your cupcakes. You can do you know your pancakes. You can make a pasta. Literally, you can make pasta. Any application with fat that carries over yeah. oil of any kind, doable. Yeah, and you have the now, because of all of these new ways of doing things, if you wanted to make it to where there were no flavor you know, of weed, you could go with THCO distillate. You could go with Delta-8 distillate. Both of those are going to be pretty much unflavored. Mm-hmm. You know, if obviously if you go higher doses, you're going to taste it. But it's interesting to me the where I actually enjoy the, the taste of weed. Mm-hmm. I actually think it adds something to, you know, I, I'm just a connoisseur of the flavor. Yeah. So I prefer RSO to mix with my meals. And I actually love RSO olive oil, uh, RSO honey. I infuse it in that. So you've gotten me to the place to where I'm educating, or I've, I'm educated enough now to where my infusions are over the top at home, yeah. you know, and, and it's, it's just awesome to realize that now 
we're finally at the place to where you can, like, I can go in there into our store and I can customize a strain for myself with the knowledge that we have to go home and make butter or make whatever edible I want that is specifically for me. Yeah. And that's the, the absolute best part about the edible space, in my opinion. Yeah. The fact that it's open and it's legal and that you can go in and you can, there's so many options. And, and you know, it's, it falls on us to educate the customers when they come in to make sure that they know how these things are. But uh, we have some plans later on down the line to do some cooking classes with you mm-hmm. to where you come in and you teach people how to cook with cannabis. Yeah. We make a dish. Uh, you get to go home with the goodie. All kinds of fun, exciting things that are coming up in the store, especially with Buck. Uh, before we go, I have some questions as far as what you're working on. What What do you hope uh, is coming down the pipeline for your neck of the woods? Well, soon uh, we're going to be doing dog treats. Uh, licensed, insured, everything, all the paperwork needed. Um, that's one thing I highly looked for when getting this developed was the base idea was great, but I wanted somebody that actually could take my recipe or my idea and make it the right way. There's a lot of companies out there that are just finding somebody that has the machinery, but doesn't have the backing like that are FDA, everything that needs to be in place to and do it right. And it's just good for that's the good. Yeah. It's good and healthy for the dog. And I went down the list of every ingredient on that treat. And even like you said, the back of a shampoo bottle in the weird scientific terms, you don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. stuff I looked up and there's nothing in there that's bad for a dog. Yeah. It's all good and it's all beneficial. Uh, well, you know, I'm one of the dog owners that Kevin, yeah. my my goofy English bulldog, is the most allergy-prone dog that yeah. I've ever come across in my entire life. This dog can only eat duck and potato. He's a fancy boy. He's very fancy. He eats better than we do. Yeah. I mean, you give me duck and sweet potato every night, I'm a happy man. Yeah, definitely. But... You know, he gets, when he eats this random crap, when he gets dog treats that have beef or just chemicals in it, filled with he grain. breaks out. Filled with grain. Yes. His his whole face, he just breaks out. He's he's uh, rolling around on the ground. So, you know, we had to figure this out. We were, why do we give him these dog treats? And he acts like this. And, yeah. and we took him and got an allergy test. And lo and behold, he's the most allergenic dog there is on the planet. Yeah. But... Whenever I gave him your treats, no problems, and it wasn't duck and sweet potato. It was just downright good ingredients yeah. that are good for everybody. I got hooked on them. <laughs> I actually had a bowl of dog treats on my desk that I would snack on, which to me says a lot about the care that you put into your products. You want to make sure that it's not only good for the dogs, but that it's it's good all the way around. And that's the way it should be. I mean, if, if you, if your dog can't eat it or if you can't eat it, don't give it to your dog. Absolutely. Why would you fill your dog with stuff that's horrible for it? Yeah. I mean, it's very well known that you're not supposed to give your dog grain, but yeah. you go look on the shelves and large companies, everything, everything has got grain, yes. but you want the good stuff. You got to pay for it. I mean, it's understandable because it's, it's product and it's ingredients that cost money. There's no reason for you to pay for them to charge as just as much as you would for a low end product for, you know, high grade stuff. Yep. So, I mean, just like my dog Freya, you know, 
purebred border collie, I'm not going to give it crap. Yeah. yeah I'm not going to give it. It's your best friend. Milk bones. No. Yeah. Doesn't I, deserve that. I feel the same way. It's like, you know, our dogs, they're, they are extensions of our, they're yeah. members of our family, you know? So, uh, yeah, we, if we eat good, they eat good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like my, my dogs eat a dry wet mix super bougie you know yeah. and then sometimes we'll run out of the wet mix so they have to go dry uh for like one or two meals you know and they just look at us like, like really? what up with this this is all you got this is what i <laughs> this is what i gotta live with yeah. yeah nice shoes you got there i'm not chewing them another thing i just before we go i wanted to talk a little bit about this weekend uh mm-hmm. i mentioned at the top of the show that you and i are on our way to uh, alabama this weekend mm-hmm. for a grand opening for a partner store of ours but we're also working on some sea moss while we're there. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I touched a little bit out on it in the beginning. Uh, for those of you who don't know what sea moss is, sea moss gel is, is a product that we sell here in the store and on the website. Uh, it's meant to clear your body of mucus. It's a superfood. It's amazing for boosting immunity. Uh, a number of issues helps with COPD. So many things that everyone's kind of dealing with these days. Uh, what application do you see coming in terms of CMOS from our standpoint? I'd like to see our CMOS, like get an extract extractive of it. Um, everything that's beneficial out of it into whatever form we can, whether it be, you know, a water-based type tincture situation or something that we could potentially even do it in powder form. That way, you know, it extends the shelf life and it's a nice grab and go. Somebody wants to, you know, pop a little packet in there their water bottle or whatever they want to do. They want to straighten their mouth. Fine. Yeah. Um, just grab it and go make it simple. Keep all the good stuff for you and make it easier to consume. Exactly. I mean, it's easy to consume as is. It's pretty much flavorless. Yeah. But you know, and and even though it's flavorless though, you have the texture to deal with. So if you're not, if you're a person that takes, I don't like applesauce texture, you know, people with coconut, love the taste of coconut. Exactly. Texture. I have to put my sea moss in a smoothie and some mornings I just don't have time to make the smoothie. So therefore, you know, this is a problem. Then these, these are how we come up with uh, solutions to these problems. I, I don't know if you're like me, but I, I use everything that we sell, you know, in some form or fashion at some point in my life or my day. Yeah. And in terms of sea moss, uh, a lot of people stay away from it strictly because of the consistency. And, uh, it, like you said, it's flavorless. It doesn't taste like anything, but that consistency is everything to some people. Mm-hmm. So we recognize as a, that as a problem. I My head goes into the same way. I actually go to a crystal light type application, yeah. you know, a drink powder that you just pour into a bottle of water, shake it up, tastes like fruit punch, good to go. Yeah. It's innovations like this that make me appreciate you and the company, uh, you know, Buck is a, is a, is an interesting guy. You know, you're a very quiet guy. Yeah. But for those that know you, they know how much you give a shit about what you do. They mm-hmm. know about how I, I know, I've learned about you to be that your brain is just brilliant. So yeah. I'm very blessed to have you on staff and the audience is very lucky to have you on the show and our customers are very lucky to have you in the store. So Buck... Thank you so much. Thank you for You're sponsoring welcome. this episode. You're welcome. For everyone that's interested in Buck's Edibles, here's what you do. You go to getgoodlife.com. You go to THC Edibles in the smoke shop. Buck's baked goods are all there. 
and they're amazing. I highly recommend the 150 milligram Puff Puff Pass bars. Very nice. Very, very, very nice. nice. These things will not only give you a hell of a dose. It's a shareable dose. Let's yeah, be real. Yeah, definitely shareable. Unless you're just crazy well, tolerant. Yeah, unless you want to just have some fun. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the Puff Puff Pass bars are one of those examples of the the brilliant mind that you have whenever someone says Rice Krispie Treat, you say, yeah, but what about Reese's Puffs? Yeah, Reese's Puffs, Lucky Charms, Fruity Pebbles, Cinnamon Toast Crunches, <laughs> all kinds all of cereals. All kinds of cereals. Life cereal, I mean... So, Buck, you are truly the man. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you, thank you. And everyone, please feel free to use the code GOODLIFE20 at checkout. That will save you 20% on your entire order. Buck, you're one of my best friends here. So let's play, let's play it out with a song that I found just for you. All right, let's do it. Friend with weed is a friend indeed. A friend, friend, friend with weed. You the man, Buck. I try, I try. <laughs> Everyone, thank you so much for all the love that you've shown us. Thank you for everyone that shared the podcast. Thank you for everyone that's engaging and giving us feedback on the podcast. We will be back again for episode four. I'm not sure exactly what it is yet or when it's coming, but also look out for the next video with Buck and myself cooking at home actually showing you how to apply the things that we talked about today in the episode. Buck, thank you. Thank you. DJ, you're out there. Thank you. Everyone at home and in your cars and on your phones. Thank you. We appreciate it, guys. And we will all see you soon on episode four. Bye-bye. Goodbye.